Happy Tuesday, folks. You're listening to episode 185 of Soapbox Daily. Hey, I'm your host, Matt Morgan, and thank you very much for tuning in today. How was your day starting out? Are you having a good day so far on this Tuesday? Second day into the week. Hey, you know what? It'll be over before we know it. The weekend will be here. But with that being said, how's your integrity today? How's your integrity been this week? You be in the positive change, you be in the good change the world needs, only you will know onwards and upwards. Today, for episode 185 of Soapbox Daily, we're going to take things, uh, I don't know, a different level. Something that kind of got me thinking, kind of got me thinking. I was looking for a gift for a buddy of mine that's getting married. Some sort of gag gift for a bachelor party or whatnot. But when you start toying into certain areas in the interwebs, you uh, you, know, you know, you find stuff that's, uh, I don't know if it's awe-inspiring or shocking or disturbing. It's really tough to say. But today our topic is sex addiction is a thing. That is our topic for today. That is our title for today. Sex addiction is a thing. Now, we're not going to blow this out of proportion. No pun intended. We are just going to cover some interesting things that I came across because I thought was interesting. And maybe we'll we'll pick up this, I don't know, on another show or longer format, whatever. But for now, we're just going to talk about this little, I mean, okay, the concept. And we're going to get right into this here. The concept of sex addiction is controversial, in part because it's difficult to define. It really is. Many people who engage in excessive sex, as defined by professionals, experience no distress on account of it. Restrictive sexual attitudes underlie the definition and diagnosis of sexual addiction or sex addiction. And it's interesting because it's really hard to define sex addiction. I mean, we all know that the desire to procreate is embedded in us, in our instincts. But I would like to think after so many millennia and centuries and everything else that we've existed and we've become more sophisticated as a society, you would think, that we can no longer blame nature as being the cause for why our thoughts are the way they are and the things that we do. We'd like to think that hopefully we've evolved to the point where we can actually be a little more disciplined and a little more structured, a little more refined, you would think. Unfortunately, yes, there is a devious part. Don't get me wrong. Sex, by definition, is good. It's a good feeling. It's nice. It's whatever. It's designed for one particular thing, but it gets completely blown out of proportion. Now, diving into the interwebs, looking for gag gifts and everything else for my buddy's bachelor party there. The thing is, is that you get linked off to other sites. And it's amazing. You know that whole saying that sex sells? It's true. It is sex does sell. And I don't think people realize, especially these people that frequently visit uh, pornography websites and cam websites and everything else, I don't think people really realize how addicted they are um, because of how regularly they actually visit these kind of websites to engage in the viewing activities and whatnot. And now, you know, it's good for people who work in the sex trade and people that work in, you know, getting naked on camera or, you know, porn or whatever the case may be, because they're making money left over, <laughs> hand over fist, so to speak. They, they're just, they're raking it in, which I don't know. I think they're enablers. I'd have to say, I think that they're kind of enablers. They're enabling people to engage in this addiction that they have and basically they're kind of uh, they're kind of like the pusher that pushes the drug they really are i mean they're making money but they don't really realize that they're not helping a person's development now it has come a long way as far as 
sex industry goes. You no longer have to, you know, seek it out from a prostitute on the corner. There's advancements when it comes to the whole sex toy industry. And it's for males and females, believe it or not, that's advanced to the point where it is um, kind of equal on both sides for what's available out there. But some people, <laughs> I've come across that. I was looking at some of these toys for, for men because, as I said, my, my buddy's getting married. And yeah, there's some people out there that I almost think it's not just sex that they're addicted to. They're actually addicted to sex toys. Like they have this whole fantasy of theirs. Some people have not just your your one item, they have a whole closet full or almost a full room full of all these sexually engaging toys. And I just sit there and I go, mm, that's, a, that's a problem on a whole different level. Because the one thing that I find that's happening with the availability, the over, over availability of sexual influences online and in the world today, and it's free, and it's just completely in your face, is that, yeah, it you, you, you just becomes so, uh, such a degree of separation. I mean, it's supposed to be an experience that's supposed to be shared between two people. If your only experience is just with toys, then you're desensitized to the actual act itself. You're just basically, it's not something you share with somebody else, it's just something that you do for the end result of getting off, unfortunately. And especially when, you know, you see people that watch porn all the time and, and, and you know, like Chatterbaits and a bunch of these other websites, these cam websites, there's a, a level of desensitization as well because they're the paying customer so they can command what the person does because the person that's putting on the show actually gets more, more money more credits or whatever the case may be by doing what they're told. So this in itself is basically teaching whoever's engaged in these activities that they're in control and they're the ones that are telling other people what to do. And then if they actually get into a physical contact with somebody, not just virtually, not just with, you know, toys and, and, and whatever, then they already have a really screwed up concept of what sex is all about. And they don't look at it as an experience. They look at it as, well, I'm, I'm going to be the one telling you what to do and you're going to do it because that's the only thing experienced, the only thing I have known up to this point. And then, of course, they get probably aggressive about the fact that, no, that isn't the way it actually is. That's not the reality of it. I don't know. Sex addiction is something that I think some people should self-diagnose and try to get an idea. If it's something that you feel you have to engage in on a regular basis, a daily basis, whether it be, for instance, watching porn, masturbating, having casual sex, or visiting sex workers, you know, those are all kind of considered typical behaviors of sex addiction. However, many people who engage in these activities experience no distress. Thus, people's attitudes about sexuality are important in determining whether they will judge their own sexual behaviors as having a positive or negative impact on their lives. I don't know. And, and secondly, I guess it's the question is, is, there's the question of how much sex is too much. Many therapists and researchers dealing with sex addiction define excessive as engaging in more than seven sexual acts leading to orgasm per week. This includes both solo and partner sexual activities. Now, it's of course assuming that you actually have partner sexual activities. As I mentioned earlier, a lot of people engage in these virtual type of fantasy environments online, whether it be cam girls, whether it be, you know, with their own toys in their basement, who knows? But it's something to really keep into consideration 
and try to learn to control because if it obsesses you, it becomes an obsession and it's an addiction. And if it's an addiction, then it can become detrimental not only for you, but also others around you. So yeah, sex addiction is a thing, believe it or not. Although they're still trying to diagnose it in the whole professional psychology world. But uh, I don't know. If you have a whole closet full of sex toys, you might be looking into getting some therapy because that might be saying something about you. Just saying. Or maybe go out and touch somebody, you know, mutually agreed upon touching and experience go with that or find a new hobby one or the other anyway that's just my two cents on that one i just wanted to share that i don't know it's just some of the stuff i come across online and and the way the world is these days unfortunately i just find that we're really desensitized to the stuff that matters and you know although humans are by nature a highly sexual species to deny our sexualities to deny our humanity i understand that but you got to i mean only by embracing our sexuality in its full expanse can we come to terms with what it means to be human and that's a great quote and i've heard that before but you really have to put it into context and in moderation and done right i'm just saying that's about it my, my thing for today i hope i came across with my point well enough go out and you know be nice to each other <laughs> Keep your integrity in check. I'm your host, Mad Morgan. Have yourself an amazing day, and I will see you tomorrow for our next episode.